Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Saturday, January 8th. I'm not used to Saturday, January 18th. I'm not used to Saturday. Yeah, Saturday is usually a rough day for <laughs> I us. I know, usually. We're, uh, I'm thrown, I'm thrown off a little bit, but, uh, doing a little vacation with the missus, so. Oh. Having to, yeah, so having to do it on a different day. So you day. calling her missus now? Uh, I mean, I have to, Ooh. right? What else do you call her? You can't call her a girlfriend. If she hears it, she'll lose her mind. You can't do that. So, so you have, you're not like Facebook official, uh, not not quite FBO, but I'm not oh, willing. I'm not, I'm not, I, I didn't know because I just <laughs> I guess I just assumed you were, but I'm not I'm not willing to lose that title either, though. I mean, that's something that's probably going to come up the next time I see you. <laughs> next next time you think we'll see each other, like we see each other all the time. Well, next time I see like both of y'all together, fair. Yeah, maybe don't say that. Uh, <laughs> are you? Are you? Does she listen to the show? She probably doesn't. I mean, my wife does. I doubt she does too. My so. she does listen to the show, but she listens to it in spurts. She pretty much listens to see if I talk about her. So I think. So she would definitely listen to this episode I just because she, we're talking about her. She'd I, be like, "I heard you guys." I are think talking she about listens her. to all the intros. That's the issue. Mm. So I think she just. Heard so we her. just need to do it like later on in the episode. And yeah, I shouldn't have done it now. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. I'm oh, first off. I'm not even talking about this. I'm I'm talking about basketball. I'm feeling like. Can we <laughs> okay. not talk about? Georgia? Because I'm feeling good. Like, I'm yeah. not saying it was a pretty win, but, like, I'm feeling good tonight. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling good after the second half. Fair. It's fair to that. Are you feeling – how are you feeling about Jordan Bowden? 21 points, but he only hit one three. He's not out of the slump, right? Can we can we say that? I know we'll get into it later, but can we go ahead and just – like, because the first – he hit one three. Mm-hmm. And when he hit it, someone goes, he's out. And I'm like, I'm not willing to say it. He didn't hit a three, though. They oh, counted as a oh, two, sorry. remember? They counted as a two. That's right. So, he hit that deep two. What, yeah. Like a – 20 footer instead Damn of 21 footer or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What, what is it now? What's the college line? So he hit a foot in front. Right. Whatever. And someone goes, he's out of the slump. And I was like, and I jokingly kind of said, I mean, also kind of seriously, not willing to say he's out of the slump. Turns out he really is not. He hadn't hit a three. I think just, just seeing but the ball go score. in. Yeah. Seeing the ball go in the net is great. For for yeah. everybody, I oh, feel yeah. like that was for the whole team. And and unfortunately, I, I kind of I think I think me and you talked about this today. He's got to be the guy. Oh yeah, we I'm don't have sure. the guy, but he he's gonna have to be the guy. Tennessee will go as far as Jordan Bowden will, will take them. Yeah, and and unfortunately, we you said it on Wednesday. We have a team full of role players. Yeah, we do. But Jordan Bowden's gonna have to step up and be the guy. Yeah, and he was tonight. He was tonight. Twenty one points. If you score 21 points a game, we'll win just about every game. Yeah. Just about. Because there's enough role players on the team where (laughs) they're able to produce a little bit of something. Exactly. We would have beat LSU. Yeah. We we definitely would have beat LSU. We'd probably beat Georgia. In fairness to Georgia, Georgia has the best player in the country, and they got lucky that he happens to be from the state of Georgia. Oh, yeah. Because – he would he wouldn't have gone there if he wasn't from Georgia. He's from Atlanta, so he's not even yeah. like he's close, <laughs> very close to Athens. You're lucky Georgia Tech sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they were like in the middle of a championship run, he would have gone to Tech. Right. <laughs> we'll talk about all that. I'm I'm excited mainly because we won the most previous game. Um, well, like I, you said, the second half was positive. The second half was very mm-hmm. positive. We played good basketball. Um, but we're gonna talk about JG's back. The QB room is gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah. Just. Just because the thing about JG, regardless of how you feel about him, he's a fifth-year guy. He's been here a while, and he's gotten Pruitt's trust. No matter how you feel about that, that's true. Yeah. We're also going to talk about some recruiting news. We are going to recap. Can we 
we can't skip. We'll, we'll at least briefly recap the Georgia game. Yeah, just well, yeah. briefly. <laughs> well, it's past us, but yeah. we got to talk about it. We have that's to. Our it's, job. It's, it's kind of the rule. Yeah. We'll also talk about Vanderbilt. We, we're going to talk about some SEC basketball. I told you I wanted to talk about it just because it's so interesting. What's going on? Yeah. So we're going to talk about some SEC basketball, NFL wow. playoffs. I know we gave you all our predictions, um, but we're going to talk about it some more. We'll do our segments. Before we do all of that, Commercial Bank, Landon's going to tell you all about them real quick. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank. And they are a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, any financial needs you may come in contact with, check out our friends at Commercial Bank. They will help you out every step of the way. Go ahead and head over to Commercial Bank. Do it. Do it right now. So let's talk about JG. JG is coming back. He's back. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. Do you think he's a starter against Charlotte? It's tough. I know it's tough to say. I'm kind of like putting you on the spot. See, like. But he's the fifth year guy. Harrison Bailey, who you assume will be the starter, is a freshman. True freshman. If mm-hmm. he starts. Who do you think it is? Because it's not going to be Mauer. Mauer would have already started over I JG think it, last year. If, if this is like four years ago, I would I would definitely – I would say JG is probably the safe bet for Charlotte. But as we get into the SEC play, I think it's going to be Harrison Bailey. But okay, if, so if – we're, If we're talking about four years ago, I think it's JG for sure. Okay, so because of recruiting rankings? Like what do no, you mean? No, because of – like it's so much in the norm of a freshman quarterback starting now. Like it's – it's everybody's doing it. It's – Bo Nix at Auburn. So, if you say, sorry, so you think Harrison Bailey could start today because of the norm? Like, yeah. he, he could start Charlotte. Right. Okay. Okay. Be- I appreciate that I mean, you, you don't have to, like, be scared to throw a freshman in there. Right. Like, he, he's come from a good program. He's faced good competition throughout his high school career. He has all the intangibles to do it. Like, he's he's prepared enough right, right now that I think he definitely competes for, and I think he okay. probably wins it just because I think he's more talented. So you think Harrison Bailey could could potentially be our Charlotte starter? Yes. But you think, just kind of like logic, I guess, tells you, JG? Yeah, just because it's like t- – It's tough to throw a freshman in there. Right, and and, and nothing against JG, but he's he's just like – you know what you're going to get out of him. Right. So if Harrison Bailey gives you any more, right. he's a guy. Yeah, so so let, me, let me propose this question to you. Maurer Stroud have a chance? Because, like, I know we're talking about JG being back, but we're also talking about the QB room. Well, do they so, have a chance? So, Brian Maurer kind of flirted. Like, it was, was a, like a weird tweet about. Do you think maybe we misunderstood it, possibly? It might have been. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the thing about Twitter. But we then he tweeted we right after potentially that. potentially uh, misunderstood it. Then he tweeted right after that a picture of him kissing the trophy right. and saying, yeah. many more to come. We, we, we potentially could have completely misread it. And I, I think me and you've kind of talked about this. Like, this team really loves Brian Maurer. Yeah, that I think like, that's, it, it seems like they just get a, like they mesh well more than they do with JG. I just don't really see anything about JG and, and with when you anybody talk, else, right? And when you talk about the turning point of this year, you look at Georgia and starting Mauer, and that was like, okay, we're good enough, like we can do this. And and I'm not saying they hate JG. Don't don't mm-hmm. misread that. Yeah. I, I think they love JG. I think Trey Smith loves JG. My my brother pointed this out to me. I mean. Trey Smith specifically went out of his way to say, JG was one of the only guys that came and visited me when I wasn't necessarily with the team. Like, JG was the guy that kind of represented the team. So, yeah. they love JG. But, I think they kind of ride with Brian Maurer more. When you look at how they 
So because he just has that like personality, you just want to yeah, he has that swag. And, I, and I'm willing to use the word swag because they talk about the Kentucky game and they kind of they ask everyone. Um, I don't remember which offensive lineman it was, but they asked a specific offensive lineman, whoever was interviewed after the Kentucky game. They said, "What kind of change in this game, Kentucky 2018? What changed?" And they talked about how it gives them confidence. And they said this specifically. You can pull up the quote, whoever it is. They play with more confidence when JG carries that swag. That's why I'm willing to use that word. Yeah. And I think Brian Maurer brings that swag. Whereas JG's kind of brings that. He he tries to bring this demeanor to the game. That's he's a, not he's what a, this team needs. He's a game manager. Yeah. He, like he that's, doesn't, that's what he is. He doesn't bring the demeanor that this team needs right now. Especially next year when you're talking about this team is gonna going to ride energy. Like, mm-hmm. we're not more talented than Georgia. We're not more talented than Florida. And we may be just as talented. Maybe. But it's yeah. going to be all on energy. How we bring energy to those games. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're as I, I don't think Brian Maurer or... J- Brian Maurer is going to have to improve a ton. A ton. He's not better than JG. For him to beat yet. out JG and... Anderson and Harrison, yeah. So, like that... And, that was, and don't forget about Jimmy Holiday either. So, okay. So, you, you bring in a whole another question to this one. So, let me ask you that. Does Jimmy Holiday switch positions? Because that's kind of been the rumor. He's he runs. Mm-hmm. He's quick. Does he switch positions to wide receiver? Which is if Harrison Bailey is everything we think he is, I think he moves to wide receiver. Does he have a chance if if because we Harrison Bailey's gonna be decent? Like let's just be honest. Yeah, he's gonna be good enough. Mm-hmm. Is he good enough to take us to Atlanta? Yeah. I don't know about that. Right. But he's going to be good enough. He's going to do the same thing JG did this year. Mm-hmm. Like, that's no bull crap. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah. So, what will it take for Hall? Like, is Holiday already in wide receiver? Well, I guess is what I'm asking. Well, I think what was the big thing about Brian Maurer that everybody loved when they first saw him? It was his legs. And if he can, if he make can time, go out there and, and run mm-hmm. and make plays with his legs, then he probably passes up Brian Maurer. Fair. Because I, mean, I mean, anybody can go out there and throw into triple coverage, right? I'm not, I mean, and, I, and I'm not discrediting Josh Dobbs' arm when I say this. Yeah. But what he did really well was create something out of nothing, right? Like that was, and it and it starts with your legs. Yeah. So Jimmy Holiday, if he's good with his legs, obviously he's fast. Like that's yeah. he is obviously fast. Hopefully he's fast out of the pocket. I haven't. I'll be honest. I have not looked at his film, so I don't know that to be true. But you assume when you look at a guy that runs a what four three four four forty four three yeah. four three. You assume he's fast anywhere. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he, he can go to Mars and he's, he's fast. He comes in, he's the fastest quarterback in the room. Right. So if you can create plays with your legs, hopefully you at least give it a chance with your arm. So, so I mean, if you look, Harrison Bailey and JG, they have a better arm than Brian Maurer. Right. That's, you would, I mean, probably JT Shroud has. I like JT Shroud. I still better, like him. I don't think. Out. I think the only thing that hurts him is Harrison Bailey. I think he's, I think, I'll, I can't believe he didn't get more playing time. I'll say that. Ooh. I'll go out on him. I said it two years ago. I thought he was the best QB in our room. I, I, I still last year. I still kind of believe that. I don't know what was holding him back. What I mean, Brian Mallory, He reminds me of Quentin Dormady. That's fair. He doesn't move well in the pocket. No. And and but behind this offense, he, he looked very timid last year too. He did he look timid in. at times. But I think I mean a lot of people. And I'm not again, JG. I think he did. I think he did a lot in helping us win South Carolina. Like I don't, JG helped you win football games yeah, this year. I don't think I don't think you necessarily win the football game without JG South Carolina. I'm just South Carolina, where um, where he where Shroud played really well. Mm-hmm. But Shroud, I thought South Carolina proved that he could win football games too. 
But one thing I want to point out is JG's good coming off the bench. So if Harrison, yeah, like start if, somebody else. I mean, yeah, start Harrison Bailey, and if if he's not ready for the task, then you put in JG, and he'll okay. So yeah, now, be now, fine. Now we're talking about that. If you don't think Harrison Bailey's ready for the task, do you just start Maurer or Shroud or Holiday? Do you start? Someone else and let no, JG come off the bench. It's you start be Bailey. JG. Yeah, it's it's either Harrison Bailey or JG is your starter next year. Okay, okay. So those other guys, and we may see a transfer. It's not too late. Yeah, but I think after spring practice, somebody's gone. Somebody's gone. I think Shroud. It's, I think Shroud. It's probably Shroud. Yeah. I like Shroud. I think he's gone. He probably goes to like a AAC something. Yeah, he team. Probably, and, he probably goes I, to Memphis. Or, and I think he, I think he does a really <laughs> good job. I'm not saying he's an SEC quarterback, but I think he goes to a Memphis or an MTSU, and he's a really good player, like yeah. somewhere like that. Yeah. So that that's kind of my prediction for Shroud. It could be Maurer, though. I think. I mean, Maurer obviously sent that tweet, but we learned today from our good friend Jay Hardy, which I'm sure we'll talk about in recruiting news. It doesn't tweets don't mean anything. Right. Your word means nothing. <laughs> Your word nothing. It's, wild. it's a wild world we're living in, right? It's crazy. A wild world. Um, like I mean, this QB room is going to be interesting. I think this QB room has the ability to be really good. My biggest thing is, we just, I mean, we just need Harrison Bailey to live up to the hype. That's the biggest thing. Live and, up to the hype. And one thing is, he might get his fifth star from Rock. You think so? Like, there's a chance. I mean, there, there is a chance. I think with him not playing at the – all American game kind of hurt him a little bit to showcase that talent okay. with with all that competition, um, but he sat out for a wrist injury, so that that might hurt him a little bit. But I think his body of work it should right. Like, there's only one quarterback that's a five star, really per rivals. Here's my question: How or, do you do? Or it? I guess one pocket passer. What What was he? What What I mean, he was like what five A in Georgia? Seven A. Seven A. That's the highest, right? Yeah. Seven A. You do it in seven A in Georgia. And then you go to Vegas and do it against a team that's supposedly one of the, what I guess at least minimum top fifty teams in the country. Yeah, minimum. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, I feel like you, like you said, body of work. I feel like he's and they were done it in the body. They were work. underdogs in the state championship. Yeah, so and I mean, won it. I feel like he's like you said, body of work should. And I mean, he, all he had that. he played on ESPN and played well. I mean, I don't know what else you need. I'm with you. I mean, he I threw for like what five thousand yards this year and fifty touchdowns, something like that. I mean, we can look up the stats. I mean, like you said, it's gonna be close to that. Like, we don't need to look up the stats to say he's one of the better quarterbacks in the country. And and the tough thing about that is, uh, I mean, I don't know much about Ohio football. Joe Burrow won Mister Ohio and was like a, what three star. Yeah, and now he's a one of the best. You're 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 about to talk about Joe Burrow as one of the best quarterbacks of the best teams of all time. Oh yeah. So all in all. What I need from Harrison Bailey is to come in to prove it at this level in SEC football. And I'm not saying to come in and do what Joe Burrow did. Because Joe Burrow, last year, he started. They went 10 and ten and 3, right? 10 and 3? Yeah. I'm not saying to come in and win it this year. But just put in that body of work. Lay a foundation. You know, hopefully Pruitt and his staff do their jobs. And I assume they will. Get more talent in here. And you maybe He's got, let's say, three years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Just build on each year and hopefully by your third year you're talking about a trip to Atlanta. Maybe, I mean I'm not willing to say more, but maybe I more. think all Tennessee fans will agree it ain't gotta be pretty. It ain't gotta be pretty. It's just because none of those games none of those wins this season were pretty. Besides Fair. I mean even Vanderbilt was South Carolina I felt pretty good. Yeah, we did we did we did whoop them. <laughs> but them. but with that defense I feel like as a quarterback it makes you more confident. You're Absolutely. not having to you don't have to score each drive. You're, you're it's not a, a Big 12 game. You're not having to to score every drive because your defense sucks. 
Like your def- like our defense is going to be like one of the top ones in the SEC. So as a quarterback, you you've got to have that confidence. Just come in and, and do your job. And and hopefully whoever our quarterback is, we think J- both of us are. I'm in agreement with you. It's got to be JG or Harrison Bailey. Yep. Hopefully they just do their job. And, and if it's JG, I think the bottom line comes down to is being smart with the football. And if it's Harrison Bailey, he's a freshman. Go out there and if you make mistakes, just do it at 100 miles per hour. Hopefully go score some touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you're gonna go JG for Charlotte and you're not planning on playing Harrison Bailey until JG like messes up, I'd say freaking redshirt him. If it, is it yeah. is there like a reason to just play him I and mean, garbage time just to burn a red shirt? That here's my thing about if if you start JG Charlotte, you're starting JG at Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean that that's basically what you're doing. That's what you're telling yourself. Do you think okay, well, let's propose this one. Or do you play two halves against Charlotte? Two different quarterbacks each half. Do you do that and it's and see it kind of but, how Harrison Bailey then, handles? Then it's like that's that's a speed. waste because you should have figured that out in fall camp. Right. No. And, and he's here in the spring, which is good because you don't have that competition when he gets here. Like it's they're here. They're they, in competition they, they've right They've essentially now. competed for by the end of it five weeks. Yeah. Or eh, more than that. Six, seven weeks. By the end of it. So, okay. So, you think, this is how I think, whoever the starter is at Charlotte is the starter at Oklahoma. Probably, yeah. And whoever the starter, like, but, like, not only, like, you say that's probably the case, that should be how it is. Yeah, you like, you can't you can't play JG against Charlotte and then expect Harrison Bailey to start against yeah. Oklahoma. That's not going to happen. You're hurting the individual and you're hurting the team if you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah no, I agree There's no that. way. I'm curious to see what happens. I, I, There's no way Jim Chaney lets that happen. Surely not. I would agree with that. Surely not. Um, Yeah. It's going to be an interesting QB room. You mentioned Jimmy Holiday. I mean, I feel like he makes it more interesting than like because Harrison Bailey. I think you you expect him to come in and start, and then you look at guys like him, and you're like, he could come in and he might. Because yeah. you're talking about his legs, he might. Right. So I feel like he makes it. I mean, most- especially with that offensive line that you got. Yeah. I mean, just him and Eric Gray run that read option and see what happens. So when it out, you talk about him coming in. I feel like he makes it the most interesting. Like he makes it the most questionable. I guess. Because you kind of expect I mean, Harrison I, Bailey to be. I think it's very questionable with just JG and Harrison Bailey. And then you add in Brian Maurer who played, JT Shroud who played, Jimmy Holiday who runs a, sure. is a freak athlete. It's, like the whole thing is just insane. Either every quarterback has played or every quarterback has been guaranteed an opportunity to play quarterback. And then Kasim the Hill. I mean, he's he's a walk-on, so I don't really Fair. expect him to get. And, but but he play, he's already played power five football. Yeah, he has. So he that's has another guy experience. who's played. Like I said, every quarterback in this QB room has either played or he's coming in with, with the guarantee of getting the opportunity to play, yeah. which is that's Holiday and Bailey. They both – Bailey, you obviously expect to play quarterback, but they told Holiday his big sell on Tennessee was you're going to have the opportunity to play quarterback. Mm-hmm. So someone – you know, they should get opportunities. So that's, that's why I say I but think I, he makes it interesting. If you start JG and he's got to play through, through half the season, he's not playing good enough, and you play Harrison Bailey, you're going to look like an idiot if Harrison Bailey comes in and balls out. Yeah, at that point, just kind of sell out on the Harrison Bailey. You're, I mean, what are you really gambling with there? You're you're kind of rolling with like what an ATM blackjack. Like you're yeah. gonna, you're going to stay and hope it hope it works. Yeah. The dealer hits twenty one, you're shit out of luck, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, if, if you lose those first couple games and you're playing somebody who's not yeah. just because they have just because Harrison Bailey's a freshman, that's that's dumb because it's being done all over the country. Freshmen are starting right. for their teams. I mean, it's wild to think. I mean, people were pointing out how you know Trevor Lawrence 
should be draft eligible potentially this year. He is oh, yeah. he has proven himself in every but he's got he's got at least another you would think 14 games before he's draft eligible. That's wild. Travis Etienne came back. How That's, weird is that? I I'm assuming they're making another run of the championship and thinking they got it, right? Apparently. In fairness, LSU has lost everybody. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Have we ever seen a team? I'm sorry, I know I'm changing the subject. I just mm-hmm. want to real quick cuz they're probably going to lose their defense, defense coordinator to Baylor. Have we ever seen a team win a national championship and lose everyone? Like we talked about it last episode how Alabama obviously has this crazy assistant turnover, but we're about to look at LSU who wins a national championship and loses everyone. Yep. OC, DC, starting quarterback. Well, they're passing game coordinator, to be fair. Right? Or did they lose their... Joe Brady, do you on? But I thought their offense coordinator... I thought he was just their passing game coordinator. I thought there was another guy. Oh, was he? Was I thought there was another guy. offensive coordinator? What was the, the dude that... The the older guy, I thought. Oh, was. yeah. That, yeah, that you're so right. So, to be fair. But, I mean, I'm still with you. Like, that's the point I'm making. Right. Like, they're losing a lot of people... Before even opening up another year after winning a national championship, it's just wild. It is insane. Yep. So, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see who is the quarterback for them next year. I'm too. It'll be fun because they they have some stud receivers still oh, coming yeah, back. No, they've got plenty of talent around them. Is Justin is Jefferson coming back? Is he a junior? I think he's younger. He, no, he's Jamar Chase is a sophomore, okay. so he's coming back. But Justin Jefferson was a junior. Surely he was going. the one. Surely he's going. Especially after getting that money from OBJ, <laughs> you kind of got to go. You got to go after earning three hundred dollars from OBJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, golly, what a wild ride, OBJ. I mean, OBJ doesn't. Uh, thank God the cameras were on OBJ, or he would not remember the night at all. Oh no, <laughs> he got a like. You think watching it the next day, he was like, "Man, no, I did that." He's <laughs> like, "I did that." <laughs> that, that, that that's the reaction. That's it. Recruiting news. So we joked about um, our, our boy Hardy not being true to his word. Dude, this, I mean, this was the weirdest, like. Because we thought he was signed with Auburn originally. Like, we assumed he was. Right. We, we thought it was a done deal. Like he, December, what, 15th? He goes there and commits to Auburn right, a, right after an official visit. Um, he, he did take an official visit to Tennessee. But it, it, it just felt like Tennessee had all the momentum until he went to Auburn. And then it was like all Auburn. So you're like. What what happened? Like then, it, I mean, I understand like you go on a visit and you're like fall in love with the place, but that uh, that was like Tennessee was like here, right? And Auburn was like nowhere to be found. And Auburn just like the Batman's good. It's got to be. So it's, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick because I got an interesting question okay. that I want to ask. Yeah, it, it popped up on Periscope again. Ask us questions as we go. Who will be UT's best football player next year? Oh, before I ask that question, who do you think was their best football player this year? Best football player this year. Who who was I guess the most oh, impactful? Got to be Jordan. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm leaning that way. I may even say Daniel Batuli. I mean, he he changed the defense drastically. When, yeah, when he came. Yeah, so I, I, I I might argue him. But I, I agree with Juwan Jennings. That was my first thought, and then I thought about it a little bit more. But if Daniel Batuli, most impactful probably Juwan Jennings. If I'm going. Football player. Yeah. You're going to go Juwan James. That's I'm fair. probably going Trey Smith. Okay. Oh, I don't. I mean, I definitely. I Like mo- most talented for sure. Like I'm definitely not going to disagree. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this year, 2020, obviously this is probably a too early prediction, but who do you think will be Tennessee's best player this year? I know I'm interrupting you on recruiting news. We'll get back to it, but I had that question pop up and I thought it was interesting. I wanted to ask it. 
I'll, I'll go offense and defense. Okay. I'll, I'll say Eric Gray and Henry Toto. Okay. Golly, that's tough to disagree. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of most most impactful. I mean, Trey Smith is obviously back. So right. That, that, I mean, I might just go offensive line. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I and I'm trying to like think of others to disagree, and it just to give a you know, just to give something else. I mean, how much better that's does tough. Bryce Thompson get after not having to deal with right all, all that, that issues? Crap. Yeah, and, and that's fair. I, it's just like, but the thing about Henry Toto, he's gonna be asked to step in. In that Batuli top role, he's going to be the quarterback of the defense. Oh yeah, he has. Not only does he, should he be the most impactful? He has to be the mo- most mm-hmm. impactful. Like yeah, and and kind of the way Daniel Batuli was. I don't know if he led and tackled. I don't know what his stats were, but the fact of the matter is, you lost two games. Did he, he was back for BYU, right? Or was he gone? No, he didn't play BYU. He didn't play, I mean, you look at those games. You win them if if he's there. I mean, you, you, the Georgia. I look at the Georgia State game. I'm like, if you have Daniel Batuli with that defense, they don't score those points. I I 100 agree. And I feel like Henry Toto. That's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm in agreement on on uh, on on defense with you because I think he ha- Henry Toto has to step into that role and make the Daniel Batuli type impact where you don't give up Charlotte games and hopefully win Oklahoma games. And I'm going to go reverse on offense. I'm going to look at offense and I'm going to go whoever starts at quarterback has to be the best player. Okay. JG Harrison Bailey, whoever it is, has to be the best player on our team. I think Juwan, uh, not Juwan, Josh Palmer has to take that next step and be in yeah. that number one receiver. He's got, yeah, to. he's got. It. I mean, he, and he's not only got to be the number one receiver, he's got to make. If he gets three targets, you know, you got to make every opportunity. You should have a touchdown, and yeah. just because you have to take advantage of every target you get, right? Hopefully, Jim the, Chaney proves us right in terms of we say he gets the ball to his best players, and he gets the ball more than like three times a game. Hopefully, he gets more, but. Eric Gray has to be like he's the number one running back. He's got to be your Christian McCaffrey. He's got to catch it out of the backfield, run between the tackles, get him on the outside. You know he has to be utilized a ton next yeah. year, and, and hopefully he can catch the ball in the backfield. And with, with again that offensive line, like you run behind that, you better be doing something with the ball. Yeah, yeah. you better. We better be averaging five yards a carry. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah, I would be a very happy man. I'd be very. You happy. won't have to throw anymore. I mean, <laughs> I'd be a very happy man. Then to sit, like sit in my seats in L and just just watch. I mean, do you think JG like he struggled a lot because we we couldn't run the football? Yeah, early, yeah, like the first of the year. I mean, but even when we were able to run the football, it wasn't very consistently. We were no. mainly gaining, you know, most of our yards on two or three carries. Like we need to gain them more consistently. Yeah, not when you say five yards a carry, obviously we average that. That's great. But I prefer to literally average that and do it most carries. Right. So yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I, I think whoever our quarterback is has to be our best player because I think we're a, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to say JJ, JG is a decent quarterback. I think we're a good quarterback away from being in a new year six bowl this year. Oh yeah. 100%. I think he's decent, but I think we're a good quarterback. That's why I say our Best player this year has to be our quarterback. Yeah. If you want to be in a New York Six Bowl or even better. Playoff. It has to be that guy. Playoff. Playoffs. Yeah. Sorry, let's jump back to recruiting news. I love that question, though, so I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Tim, from Jay Hardy. Like this. Josh Miller. It's so weird. Just Tennessee went and – well, first of all, the players. So, Brian Maurer, Crouch, Tyler Barron. There, there was a couple of those guys like went and actually, or Henry Toto was another one went and watched Jay Hardy play at Catholic. Yeah. So, so Jay Hardy has lied since National Signing Day. He signed with Auburn on National Signing Day. Apparently, Austin Bross said this. Um, Tennessee checked at midnight that night, 
and it was not uploaded on that site. On the day of the... Okay, so... So that makes sense. I mean, obviously you got to check it. But, I mean, he, he... If a kid is telling you, no, I'm not signed, like... You probably believe that. Yeah. But at the same time... So, you... I don't know if you know the answer to this. I think Austin Price said no. Like, I feel like that's got to be some kind of violation if you're not following up. Like, with the rules, like, that's on you. You shouldn't be able to talk to a guy who's already signed, right? I don't know. There might be a rule where, like, if he you tells like you, a, if he tells you he's not signed, like, some kind of grace. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's such a. It weird, looks bad for Auburn too because that's what I'm like, are you not upset that? I guess that's why they sent that tweet well, out. Yeah, though, are are you that ashamed of Auburn where you can't just say you're signed, or, or do you just like that much attention? There's so many questions going to my. It's mind a very now. weird situation. It's a very weird situation. Yeah. I mean, like, after that, I'm like, have him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like... Whatever. I feel like you're just dealing with, like, drama at that point. Yeah, like... And that, that's what Tennessee does not need at this point in time. Right. Drama. And I, I agree with someone. Never count somebody out. You had Kate Mays, who was committed to Tennessee, went away, sang, uh, um, what's the song? Yeah, uh, Dixie Land Delight. Yeah. yeah, F Tennessee. And now he's back. So I'm, I'm not willing to prodigal son this and... I'll wait on him to come back to Tennessee one day. Or maybe he hadn't signed. I mean, no one well, knows. I mean, at least he no didn't one lie knows. about it. Fair. <laughs> no one knows what's going on. Um, I, Jay Hardy may not even know what's going on Yeah. at this point. Um, I mean, can we see a situation like, uh, oh my gosh. J.J. Peterson? No, the the dude, what is his name? Came from, I think it was Arizona Community College. His mom wouldn't let him sign. Or his dad wouldn't let him sign. He didn't want him to sign with Tennessee, so he would not... He oh, was under 18. Who was, was that? Bryce Brown? No, it was uh, oh, the dude that I think he got signed by the 49ers recently. Maybe practice squad? He was playing in the CFL. I cannot remember his name right now. I don't know. The defensive lineman that did not pan out. I cannot remember his oh, name. Oh, Jonathan Kongbo. Did Kongbo's mom or dad not let him sign? Is that correct? I don't know. I don't. Am I remember that correctly? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I remember someone. Maybe it wasn't Kongbo. Their parent would not let them sign. He wasn't under 18 because he's at community college. But they would not sign the NLI, the you know the financial aid agreement, whatever it was, would not sign it. So like Tennessee was waiting on it, and they were like, "We don't know if he's going to come." So maybe maybe we're looking at a Jay Hardy situation like that. I don't know. I mean, Auburn said he's there, so I, you know, obviously I assume it's true. But it's like at the same time, I'm kind of thinking, who knows? Yeah, I mean, who does knows? their word mean anything? <laughs> right, right. Who knows what's going on? It's an interesting thing. Do you have anything else for? Agreements? I mean, yeah, I, I do, but I, I just don't. I mean, it just baffles me. Like, if you sign, just say you sign. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. Just, I don't know. What's that's, the What's the point of like? It's very weird to just drag Tennessee's coaching staff around. Yeah, because they went like, like. So you mentioned the players that went and watched at Catholic, which is like a 20 minute drive, not a big deal. Yeah. But we had guys, three assistant coaches, drive, and last night I said they're not giving up. Well, they should have. Yeah. Because they drove two hours, which is nothing sound like a lot, but at the same time, it's Friday night, you drove two hours to watch them play basketball. Yeah, that's, not even that's sport money and resources. And, and, yeah, and a guy a, you, you, you're not even supposed to be recruiting. Right. And apparently the Auburn coach was there, which is Yeah, Rodney Garner was there. Uh, I guess Bagman. I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah, very It's weird. an interesting situation all around. Um, some other stuff. So you had some guys um, take their official visit this weekend. You had a uh, four-star athlete, D. Beckwith, will be um, here on Sunday. He has some basketball um, okay, engagement. So um, he will be here on Sunday and, and into Monday, where he doesn't it doesn't interfere with his basketball schedule. Um, then you have Malachi Weidman, 
who is a four-star wide receiver. He's a Florida State commit right now. And then you have um, offensive tackle Dylan Spencer. Um, I think he's a three-star. I think he's a Southern Miss commit. So you have three guys in that 2020 class uh, make their official visits. You'll probably see more. Um, I think D, D Beck with it is definitely the, the highest priority right now with Jay Hardy off the board. You um, his He's cousins with Lamonte Turner. We offered him to play football and yeah, yeah. Uh, basketball. His brother is a preferred walk-on commit right now. Um, so he'll be here next year. So you you think stars are aligning where D Beckwith should be a ball. But I don't know. I mean, you never know. <laughs> Can't count them in. You got any questions? Uh, no questions. <clears throat> just some comments about Jay Hardy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So probably keep them on down low. <laughs> um, a lot of 2021, uh, I think Tennessee's kind of having their junior days um, split out here. So kind of having like a mini junior day. Okay. Had a, a, a quarterback on campus, Christian Ballou. And then um, you had four-star, I think. Think defensive tackle Dylan Brooks, so some big time names. Uh, you also had um, Tennessee commit Elijah Howard uh, was back on campus. Caden Martin got an offer from Tennessee baseball. Yeah, I mean football. You you would think football is going to come. <clears throat> football will come. It's a matter of time, right? But I, I don't even know if football's his best. Like I've heard baseball is his best sport. Really? So I mean I wouldn't. Anyway, we get him on campus. So <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's probably going to be playing football. So, just, yeah. Like you said, anyway, we get on. If, yeah, get if, he, on campus, if he comes on campus, he's playing football. If he right. doesn't come on campus, he's probably going to pros and playing Fair. baseball. Yeah. If his best sport's baseball, judging by the kind of athlete he is, he may be going pro right out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. Um, then Tennessee actually lost a commit that uh, mammoth offensive tackle. Kyrie Miller um, said his recruitment is 100% opened up. So, I don't I don't think he was a take if that happens. Yeah. I mean, if you don't sign early, then, like. What are you really the, holding out for, you, you know? Yeah, you're kind of making it tough on yourself and the school that right. is recruiting you. Because that gives the school time to look around at other opportunities. Yeah, and, and spots are scarce at that right. point so right because what do we have three spots going into this cycle so i think you have two spots two? right now it makes it worse like you, Ma- you have maybe very few no spots to- i think you have i think you have three you have three but so you have jay hardy d with and maybe best available okay um but like you said maybe you, make, you just have two now i don't, I don't know like you said you make it tough though when you don't sign that early period because that gives them time to search for the best available. They're mm-hmm. looking for athletes at that point. Because I think you can make uh, Velas Jones and um, Cade Mays, I think you can put them in next year's class if you okay. blue shirt them. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. then just they go toward the 2021 right. class, but I don't think Pruitt really wants to do that. Yeah, I mean, I could understand maybe Velas Jones because he's got he's, – he doesn't just have this year. Whereas if you play Cade Mays, this is the last year, isn't it, if you play him? Like, if he's eligible? No, he's senior? got two years. Oh, he's got two? Yeah. I was thinking he just had one. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad he corrected me. I was thinking he had one. Because, yeah, the, last year was a sophomore year. Okay. Because he was the same age as Alante Taylor. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Good that's all deal. I got for recruiting. I mean, it's 
it's slow now, and right, we're almost in February. Yeah, like, it, that's typically not how it is, but with early signing period, <laughs> just how it's going to be for the from here on out. Like that's yep. that's the way it, you're only looking for five people max probably right. in, the, in the signing period. We're only looking for three now. Tennessee is so it's just the way it goes. We're about to talk about basketball. Before we do that, I'm going to tell you guys about 865 Axstone. We actually went there last night. I'm going off script. We went there last night. We had a great time. We did we, have a really good time. We had a great time. I am a phenomenal axe thrower. And by phenomenal, I mean I hit the bullseye like twice in an hour. So that's <laughs> that's pretty solid. I won you a... to ring I, the bell. <laughs> I got to ring the bell twice. Um, played a game 21, won one, lost one. That's how it goes. Yep. Um, but we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. It is BYOB, so bring your own beer, guys. It's a lot of fun. I mean... It's a good environment, good people. We had a great time. You need to go check it out. It's a one-of-a-kind experience. It's perfect for date nights, birthdays, anniversaries, friends' night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, 865 axe throwing where locals hang out. They're the, fir- they're the uh, first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have friendly and knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. I make the joke that they can even teach Landon. They did teach Landon. Landon was pretty good at it. I was surprised. It's pretty good. I was pretty. I was pretty. Sh- I was pretty. Pretty <clears throat> shocked he was able to. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. Located only 15 minutes from downtown, their atmosphere can't be beat. Won't be beat. <laughs> throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jenga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family friendly, farm fun. Guys, go check out a 65 Axe Throwing, and I can even get you five dollars off. Use the promo code. More important issues at check-in. Get your $5 off. Guys, it was a fantastic time. Had a great time last, uh, this past Friday night. Go check them out. We didn't, awesome. we didn't play in Cornhole, did we? We did not play any Cornhole. Um, Landon said he did not want to get whooped in Cornhole <laughs> yeah. and axe thrown in the same night. That's exactly so, what happened. <laughs> so, no Cornhole. But I, I've never axe thrown. Have you? I have not, no. You haven't? A lot no. of fun. I know it looked like I'd done it before, but no, I have not. <laughs> A lot of fun. Um, seriously, guys, go check it out, especially at A65 Axone. It's a lot of fun. Um, and they've they've got the nicest, nicest rent. Cottonwood, right? Cottonwood, yeah. Cottonwood, go check it out. They told us about Cottonwood. and They told me about Cottonwood, but I've already <coughs> forgotten, except yeah, that it's named Cottonwood. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've only heard of Cottonwood one time, and it was in a song. What, who was that by? I don't know. Was, I just climbed out of a Cottonwood tree. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Did you have to drive 500 miles for it? I did not, no. That's how not. good A65 Axstone is. So they'll drive 500 miles to bring you the best wood. Yeah. Cottonwood. Yeah. And Soft. Yeah. I mean, it sticks better. Yeah. And you don't have that bounce back. No. That's why I tried to tell Emily. She didn't believe me. <laughs> I was like, whatever. It saves me 20 bucks. So, <laughs> I can do that. Uh, no, it's a great time, though. Go check them out. So, let's, let's glance over Georgia. If I tell you Jordan Bowden led us in points, what do you say? Ugh. Well, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely zero aggressiveness. It was my, my first bullet point. I mean, I was watching it and just thinking, do we really want to be like them? Do they want to be there? No. It didn't look like I it. definitely didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad I glad whoever made the trip to Athens, you are a true ball. Bless up. Um, I mean, we got excited and, and maybe even the team for some part kind of got overwhelmed with Urosh being eligible. Yeah, he looked very nervous, very timid. Which is like you you pointed out, it's his first college game ever, ever, not just for Tennessee, ever. Yeah, and I mean he's as much as like he is a transfer, but he's a freshman, right? Like he's he's a retro freshman, but he's still a freshman. Like he's never played a game in college. Before. Nineteen, twenty years old. I know he's seven foot. He looks older, but yeah, <laughs> it's just I mean, not the case. He's foreign, so he looks he he looks older. Yeah, 
Right. I mean, it's unfortunate. He very he definitely looked timid and just not comfortable. Um, I mean, he didn't get a lot of playing time. I mean, I guess you could argue 17 minutes, but I was very surprised that he played 17 minutes. It just yeah. didn't. It didn't feel 17 minutes. I mean, it looked like he he had like a plan to go to the basket and try to score. It just like <laughs> was very short. Yeah, it was not his like night. It, in that it, it definitely looked like the nerves were bothering him. I would agree. Someone asked, you know, do you think he's just nervous? And I was like, I, I, I honestly looking at it, I think he's nervous. Like that's yeah. just the way it looks. Shots were falling short. Um, he just did not look aggressive going to the rim. And being a big guy, I mean, typically you're just gonna look aggressive yeah. going to the rim. It's just not how it looks. And it, it's he goes into Georgia, which is it's in a way game. It's one of the smallest stadium or I think capacity in the SEC, oh, yeah. right? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I think that's Wait, right. Can, so I mean, it's very yeah. packed in there. So I'm sure it's pretty loud. And all he's hearing is like, "Hey, uh, Anthony Edwards is going to be the number one player in the NBA draft next and, year, and, and you're playing him in your very first game." Right. And in fairness to Anthony Edwards, he went off. I mean, it, he, he it could outscore a whole entire team. Sorry, in the first half he went off. I don't know what happened in the second half. I don't know about his minutes. I don't know what happened, but we held him to six points. I think in the second half. I'm I'm pretty sure the kind of. Pulled him back a little bit. Yeah. We had a 20-point lead. We're good. Because <laughs> at one point, when he was firing away in, in the first half, I'm like, this man could score 50 if he wanted to. He just That was my biggest thing is, like, can we be aggressive defensively and stop him going to the hole? And about six minutes in, I realized, no, we cannot. Somebody put a body on him. I know. Like, I mean, if you're going to foul, foul. They've got – yeah, it's a ten, <laughs> it, they had 10,000, and that was at 98% capacity. So, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like we have some really, really, really good defenders on this team. I think we're very athletic, and we just but it's it's like basketball is just not like we, no one has a scorer's mentality. No, we don't have we we talked about it with Jordan Bowden. We do not have the guy. He has to be the guy. Yeah, he was. We don't have that right now. He, he was wasn't. tonight. He was tonight. Fair enough. One thing I do want to point out. I mean, we look physically and mentally weak, but I think our first six shots were threes. Missed every single one of them. But and he, he, we we've talked about it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. We have no. I don't even get mad talking about it. We have no just want to to go to the hole. No. Like, when you're not shooting well, what should you do? Go to the basket. If you're going to miss, it better be a dang layup. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean there, there there comes a point in time when you're like, this man is guarding me. I am better than him. I'm taking him to the basket. And we were not doing that. No. No. Yeah, I mean, if when you're not shooting well, go to the hole. I mean, if Anthony Edwards is on you, okay, like, he's better than you. Right. But anybody else? But even then, can, can Jordan, like, Somebody like Jordan Bowden, Eves Pons, maybe even Josiah James Short. Can you not, or Josiah Jordan James? Can you not go to the hole around him? At least attempt, penetrate, kick out. I mean, something. We yeah. were not doing that. No, we were passing around the perimeter and shooting up a shot late in the shot clock. That's what we did with our first six shots. Yep. We were either settling or we were shooting late in the shot clock. One or the other. They were all like you said. Our first six shots were from three, and they were just not okay. I'm getting angry. You ready to move on to Vanderbilt, where I felt good tonight? Yeah. 66 or 45. I mean, I, I want to say one thing. When John Fulkerson shoots, he's it was two for two the other night. He just shot twice? Just shot real? twice. That's yes. a real stat? Yeah. Just shot twice. Oh, my gosh. I mean, sometimes I get angry. I mean, I know Urosh played some, but still. but still, you should take more than that. And I get angry at him for, like, I sometimes jokingly call him a black hole in the paint, but you have to shoot more than twice. Yep. Wow. That's a bad stat. But, yeah, we shoot... A ton of threes. Luckily tonight, I think there was some kind of relay to this team over the course of the last couple of days. Rick Barnes was like, guys, 
We are absolutely terrible at shooting threes. Stop shooting them. We shot five. We shot eight tonight. We're one for eight. One for eight. What's That's that? Fine. Twelve point something percent. Yeah, eight out of forty nine. Yeah, we yeah we shot twelve and a half percent. So <laughs> luckily we shot better than Vanderbilt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Vanderbilt. So typically, is this the let's, let's let me ask you this? Is this the turn of the tide for the balls? Typically, everyone goes off. Typically, on a night like tonight, Vanderbilt goes twenty five for twenty five from three. But tonight is not that night. They went oh for twenty five. It's terrible. Do you feel good about it? Is it, this a decade of that, balls? It's got to be. <laughs> Bruce said so. Because Bruce said that's so. That's right. Did you see where the cheerleaders won the national championship? They did. Decade of the balls. Were you a cheerleading school? Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible. They got to win another one. Let me go twofer. Let's go twofer. And we'll okay. Talk. Okay. Let's go twofer. We want to get that dynasty status exactly. going. Okay. Exactly. But 0 for 25. That's astounding because typically no one misses from three against the balls, which it I mean, even Neesmith, if he was here, he's not going to shoot threes on us. No. So, over 25, I'm, I'm feel, I am mean, I realize Vanderbilt's not a great team. They're 8-9, and 0-4 in conference play. I'll take that. But, over 25, you're doing something right on defense. You're forcing bad shots. You're defending those bad shots. You're doing something right. We got out in transition. We did. It's sometimes a little out of control. I mean, we, but we, we got out in transition. 21 at the half is terrible. 21 points at the half is absolutely, like, that should never happen against the, the first half was one of the ugliest games of basketball I've watched between both teams. Why do we keep saying, like, we always find ourselves saying this. But, uh, in fairness, we typically say the ugliest game of basketball by Tennessee. This time, it was by both teams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that South Carolina one. That, okay, like sorry, if, you're right. Fair, <laughs> fair. That was bad. Um, and they've but come luckily, alive luckily, since then. Luckily, what did we do? Oh, I don't know. We sparked something. <laughs> we did. Did um, we play them again this year? I don't want to. I don't know. I'll look at the schedule real quick. I mean, yeah, you're, was, you're, you're, you're going on a rant. We're on track you. to be to score for, two points. Yeah, we're on track to be worse than that South Carolina game, which we, is astounding. Bad. We play South Carolina February 15th, so, you know, a month from now. Great. Right. They should cool off by then, right? Yeah. They're not good. Maybe they're a little hungover from Valentine's Day. Maybe. Hopefully. What were you going on, though? You're... Starting to say something. I interrupted. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're. I, I was saying that we're on track to oh, be okay. That was, worse. It was on track to be worse than that South Carolina game. Oh yeah. No, it was. It was a very twenty one to twenty. Like that's that's a girls high school basketball halftime score. <laughs> oh yeah, <fine>. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for real, that's that's terrible. Yeah. No. I. It's. It, I mean, especially a team like, who hasn't won an SEC game in what uh, two years. 27 now so before this 26 games i think i think it's now 27 oh my god i mean i'll double check that i think they went is it so over, we, we broke a streak of them hitting a three it was a thousand eighty games they'd hit a three in and i think ever since the three-point line was created and we broke it <laughs> yeah i think no I'm, I'm dead serious someone oh really hold on that was gonna be my fail of the week because i um i want i'm gonna credit who did it it was a it might have been warren hold on a second Warren Buffett? Yeah, Warren Buffett. Will Warren. Um, does he have two accounts? Because I guess I don't follow this one, but I do follow the other one. Will Warren, um, it's at Stats by Will. He's uh, – wait, no, that wasn't it. He didn't tweet that stat out. Rob Lewis, Quest Rob, tweeted, Vandy has hit a three-point in every game since it became a rule in college basketball. And he hadn't tweeted – he might have tweeted after the game, but I guess I don't follow Rob Lewis. They were currently 0 for 21 when he tweeted that stat. Oh, they that's ha- 
And then they went over 25. I think I saw that, and I was like, well, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna hit, hit eight. the, net, yeah, the yeah. next couple. They didn't, so that's good. But, yeah, so Rob Lewis tweeted that. They've hit a three-point every single game since it became a rule. That's insane. And tonight did not happen. So, How you like me now? We got we got to play him again. What What is that, February like 25th, something like that? So hopefully that yeah you know, hopefully that carries out same same kind of deal don't hit any shots hopefully. man it, the second half just felt so much better I feel like we were just in control we were playing there, good there defense was a flow. we were getting out in transition there was a flow to the offense yeah when we when we had to play offensive basketball I felt like we played a pretty good we played good in the half court set I mean it just we played so much better I don't like that's it we just played better basketball I don't know how to describe it we did out rebound them I don't think we we rebounded exceptionally well tonight. But we talked about it our last show. Vanderbilt's a bad basketball team. They're terrible. They're a bad basketball team. So that helped us too. Um, we didn't limit the turnovers tonight. Again, Vanderbilt's just a bad basketball team. We had 18 turnovers, and yeah, that's un- that's unacceptable. I want to see how many we actually had in the first half. Right. It was, I think it was 11 in the first half. Okay. So 11 or 12. It was. It was high. It was a high number. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Again, Josiah James. He, he had a rough not shooting the ball, but five assists, nine rebounds. I mean, that that's in three blocks. That's impact in the basketball game. If you're struggling with one thing, impact it in another way. Absolutely. I think that's that's the biggest issue with Jordan Bowden is he doesn't know how to impact it other than shooting. Right. And he's struggling to shoot. And we talked about that with when Lamonte was struggling to shoot. Mm-hmm. He has to find a way to impact it in assists or in Defensively, he has to find a different way. Jordan Bowden went to the went to the hole. Jordan Bowden went went to the free throw line. Yeah, I eight joked, times. I joked about it in our intro. Jordan Bowden hit that one we thought was a three pointer. Turned out to be a long two, and then started going to the hole. Started going to the hole. We, t- I think we talked about it when he was struggling against, I guess South Carolina and who played for South Carolina. LSU was LSU. LSU. He wasn't making layups. No. This game, he was at least able to go the hole and hit layups. Yeah. So, thankful for that. There wasn't a three in this game until the 12-minute mark, That's I think. so bad. Yeah, Viscovi hit a three. So bad. So, they went. So, at least Tennessee, like, realized, okay, when we're behind the three-point line, there's a lid on the basket. We need to go inside. Vanderbilt did not get that memo right now. Whatsoever. They, I'm sure Stackhouse is doing a phenomenal job in that black suit. Coach. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, he looks like an idiot. He's an yeah, a moron. So, they went 0-19 last year. So what was that? What would that have been? Zero and twenty-one going going into this game? Mm-hmm. No, three. Zero and twenty-two. I'm gonna go back to their 2000, the next schedule. So last year they did not win an SEC game. They're okay. bad. I mean, I realize Stackhouse is a new coach, but they're still bad, especially when you lose your best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're terrible. They're not gonna win a game. We had a year. dunk party. Folk went from the <laughs> the SEC logo. Folk to... went hammer. Yeah, like I how was has Vol? I need to look up Vol photos or Vol basketball. If they have a picture of him just. Because he looks, I'm pretty sure he winks at the camera. I'm just kidding. I don't think he does. But I'm pretty sure he's like. He does a little hair flip. He goes, (laughs) as he's going to the hole. Uh, But no, I mean, just an absolute hammer. I didn't expect it from Folk. I did not. The the hammer. Yeah. I don't know why we were playing. Well, not we, but Vanderbilt was playing AAU defense and just cleared the lane for him. But I'm glad it happened. Anytime I get a Folk hammer, I'm happy. And I go to Powell's immediately after. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm a content guy. I really thought at the first of this game, I was like, dude, we're playing like we did last year without Grant Williams. Oh, it was terrifying, dude. <laughs> we had no one that could go to the free throw line and shoot 20 for 20 or whatever it was. 23 no, for 23. 23 for 23, yeah. Whatever it was. We had no one that could do that. 
he would have almost scored out. He would have almost outscored Vanderbilt tonight. He scored 43. 43, right? Yep. He scored 45. <laughs> They're so bad. It's funny. I don't I feel bad it. for him. I don't feel bad for him at all. F him. We out-rebounded them. Somehow, some way. It's amazing. Folk had eight rebounds. Okay, so Vanderbilt has not won an SEC game since March 3rd, 2018. They beat Ole Miss 82-69. to <laughs> That's the last time they won an SEC game. Look at us. <laughs> Would you get what does he say? What is uh what is uh, his name? Oh my gosh. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Who would have thought? thought? Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Fantastic. But yeah, Fantastic. I mean I I think this was a good win just to get some confidence back. Absolutely. Just for Jordan Bowden especially, just seeing the ball go through the basket. I mean, it wasn't from three, but I mean it at least it shows him He's hey, scoring. you can make a shot. You don't have to shoot from three every single time. He's scoring. That I mean, like you said, that's the biggest thing. We will go as far as Jordan Bowden is willing to take us. Yep. Just that's and pawns. It. Does is pawns he close to lead, leading the country in blocks? He's got to. I think he's averaging like two and a half, a little more than two and a half a game. Really? Uh, Tom can't pronounce his last name. Uh, the SID for basketball tweeted out he's averaging a little over two and a half a game. Dang. Yeah, it's insane. Let's see if I can. He had four tonight. Really? Yep. So, even better. His average is getting up. <clears throat> I'm going to pull it up real quick while we... Vanderbilt only had three assists the entire game. God, they're bad. Let's talk about SEC basketball because it is a whirlwind. I'm going to have to pull up everything that's happened the last the last uh, couple. So, he's averaging 2.6 blocks per game. He spawns us, yeah. Um, that's so six, six. I guess he was about two and a half before tonight. Yeah. Imagine uh, if he was like, like seven foot. I mean, we, or, or or do you do you not think like he gets that many blocks because people don't expect him to block it? I think a little bit of that, but I also agree with you. If he was seven foot tall, we probably wouldn't get a point scored on us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's insane, right? Uh, so SEC basketball. I want to talk about it because it is a, it is wild. Like what is going on? Auburn went to the Final Four last year. They they're undefeated going into SEC play. Now they've lost to Alabama and Florida. Who got beat by almost twenty a couple weeks ago to Missouri? Who lost to Tennessee? Whatever you think about Tennessee, I want to argue with you. I don't know if Tennessee's that good. Coming from a Tennessee guy, <laughs> I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I just oh. it's a, it's make sense of it for me, real quick, please. <laughs> it's just like a, a roller coaster of. I don't know. Like Kentucky lost to South Carolina, which they gave up like a 14-point lead. Lost him on a buzzer beater. I get it. But South Carolina's not good. No. And then South Carolina beat, what, A&M tonight? That's their two conference wins. Was buzzer beater and A&M, who is supposed to be better. I don't know who A&M's played. The, like, I'm sure no one is betting on like. any of these games because they're like, I don't know. <laughs> I might start. Just bet the underdog. Who's playing? Bet the lesser team. Yeah. Just, they might cover. Just guess. I don't, yeah. I mean, Florida's not – Florida's somehow 4-1. and one. Who they played? So, their only, they're only conference losses to Missouri, 91-75. to 75. Yeah, they got blown out by Missouri. It's insane. They, they beat South Carolina by about 15. Um, and then they beat they they beat Alabama 104-9. They got 98 points scored on them by Alabama. That's not good. Like, they're not a good basketball team. No. Alabama's Georgia's, Georgia's getting beat 58-42 to 42 by Mississippi State right now. Are they passing Anthony Edwards the ball? Right? Like he's he should not, be able he's to... not leading them in scoring. That's insane. 
How does that happen? Which Mississippi State, did they end up? No, they should have beat LSU the other night and gave up a lead. They lost on the final shot. Okay, he is he's tied for he has gotcha. ten points right now. He's also three for twelve from but, the floor. So, but Mississippi State should have beat LSU the other night. Yeah, and gave up a lead. Yeah, SEC basketball is insane and it'll never make sense. South the, Carolina beat Kentucky on a buzzer beater. On a backboard buzzer beater. Yeah. My man called Bank. And That's hilarious. It. My only hope is, the only sense I want to make of SEC basketball is that Vanderbilt never wins another game. That's the only sense I want to make of it. It's like everybody <laughs> else is right here, and then there's still Vanderbilt right here. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all middle You're a bottom pack. feeder. You'll always be a bottom feeder. That's how In much, every sport. Yeah. Well, Besides congratulations, baseball. you won bowling. No one cares. Yeah. Baseball. They, it's not, is that even an NCAA sport? Doubt it. Not one that gets paid for by uh, OBJ. They <laughs> didn't win a cheerleading one, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, OBJ's not showing up to your national championship and handing out $100 bills, so yeah. I don't care. Apparently, Cam Newton did it with Jay Hardy or somebody. <laughs> Does Cam Newton even know he went to Auburn? He probably still thinks he went to Florida. <laughs> He's like, I got a husband. <laughs> <laughs> what school did you win it at? Don't know. SEC. <laughs> don't care. Yeah, SEC. <laughs> Go, Go SEC. Yeah. <laughs> Go SEC. That dude's crazy. You think that's a real account before I skip around? Do you think that's a real account? No, not anymore. There's no I, way. I, I did at the first. No, at <clears> first <throat> he did a good job. Yeah. It was like hilarious, like how dumb he was. Now it's like, dude. And if it is real, that dude needs some serious help. Oh, yeah. I'm risking my life. There's no way. Yeah, it has to be a parody. I'm with you. Intel. My, my favorite it's line. It's a good parody. I'll give him that. It's a my, good my favorite thing that he says is like, he was ranting about something, but he was like, it pukes me. It pukes him? Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> it pukes me. I've never heard that before in my life. It's hilarious. I'm going to start saying it. Yeah. That's it awful. pukes me. I, I That's why I don't get into recruiting, because I don't want Clemson insiders to come for me. Exactly. For my life. You, that's don't, why. you don't want to risk your life. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's why I that's don't smart. get smart. Smart. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm with you. I, 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 at first, he had me completely bought in. Yeah. Now, I don't believe it. No. <laughs> We're going to talk about NFL playoffs. This weekend is the best time to make some bets. I'm not sure what the spreads are. You can pull those up for me? Yeah. Let's talk about them. I don't know about you, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is the best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. If you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games for a much bigger payout. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to my bookie because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with my bookie. If you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. You heard that correctly. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. Just use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHA. C-H-A-I-R to, to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Go check them out right now. Right now. I'm, I'm going to go to my bookie real quick because I'm curious what their spreads are because we're about to talk about the NFL playoffs. We already predicted them. I don't think the Titans are going to win. I know I, I know. I picked the Titans. I just don't, I don't think it's... I'm with you. The, the, the luck's run out. Yeah. The luck's run out. I hope I'm wrong, by the way. I want to preface everything. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, but 
you hate to see a Cinderella story come. Yeah, and it's a and like end, but... and, and and you can sit here and tell me about Derrick Henry and how it's not a Cinderella story. Tennessee's a good team. They've got a feisty defense. Their quarterback thrown for barely 180 yards in the last two games. Yeah, I just I'm not buying it right now. I mean, the only the only chance that they win is kind of what they're doing. I mean, yeah, you, you got to take possessions. But can you away stop Patrick from... Mahomes? Like. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to have to take possessions and you're going to have to stop him on those possessions that you give him. That's the biggest thing because I think they can take away possessions, but you still have to stop him on those possessions mm-hmm. that he gets. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not buying it. I'm not, I'm, I, don't. I mean, that, the Chiefs, their offense, dude, they have so many weapons. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm not buying it. I hope, again, I hope I'm wrong, but I and, pick- and I'll say this Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I would agree with that. It, I mean, I think Lamar Jackson definitely deserves MVP. I'm not saying that, but and he had an Patrick incredible Mahomes season. He probably he probably had a better regular season than Patrick. No, he definitely mm-hmm. had a better better regular season than Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But the man, I mean, the man's good, and he's he's gonna he's gonna come ready to play tomorrow. Yep, good stuff. I mean, I I'm with you. I want the Titans to win. I want the Cinderella story. First off, because I'm a Tennessee guy, like I'm gonna cheer for any Tennessee team over any other team. Yep, but. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not if, buying that it'll happen. If you want to stop the Chiefs, you have to stop not Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. If you don't stop Travis Kelsey, you're going to lose. Fair. Because I mean, that, that's one guy, if you take away um, Mahomes' is like number one target, his check down yeah. target too. You limit a you, lot you have a chance. of the – Yeah, you limit a lot of the yardage. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, I mean, he's his third down guy. Like, that, that's his scapegoat. Yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be tough to like we talked about how we believe he can score on every possession that he gets. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough to score on every possession when you take when you take away his go to guy. So, but I did hear this stat. I think I heard it from Houston Crest or somebody like that. Um, but they said um, teams zero six in the playoffs after scoring fifty plus points the week before. Really, that's a lot. I mean. But how often are you losing by twenty four and then you come back and win? So let's let's pull that and then you know right. they've already broken most of those stats. So right, it's they they they've already they're already an anomaly. I'll take the under on those, probably. You like the under? It's so fifty two and a half. Yeah. So okay. So I was about to ask this seven and a half Tennessee Titans. You take them to cover? No. No. You think they lose by more than seven and a half? I think I take them to cover. I think you're looking at like a. I'm I'm with you. I think you're looking at like a 24-20 game, something like that. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think the Titans are able to at least. I think, yeah, they, I mean, I think they, they lose, but I think they hold them to very few points. I want to say like right it's at tough. seven. It's tough, man. Like it, I it think tough. like right at seven, I think it would hit. Hey, seven Tennessee covers, so. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, I guess I'll take them to cover. Okay. Okay. It, it's definitely an interesting game. The other game, Green Bay at San Francisco. Do we both pick Green Bay or did you pick? No, we both picked San Francisco. Yeah, I picked San Francisco. I, I, picked San I think they're the best team in the NFL. I think their defense is the best in the NFL. I don't know. My question is their offense. They're they're but, a machine. Yeah, but I think they're I, good at like every position. They're not like like I think the they're Chiefs not have the best offense. They're not they have outstanding so many at every position, but they're good enough. They're good at and every I just, position. I think Green Bay is kind of I think they have a really good offense and that defense kind of rides that offense's coattails. I'll say this, Green Bay sucks when they go on the West Coast. They've got blown out by the 49ers earlier this year. In fairness, they traveled out by the Chargers. No, no, no. Seattle had to travel, right? Yeah. That's right. Okay. They got blown out by the Chargers, and I think they lost to the um, Oakland. 
So you're really looking to some some analysis. Yeah. You're going Green Bay sucks on the West Coast. Okay. Really? Do you so do you think Green Bay covers seven and a half? No, I do not. You don't think Green Bay No, that's I, tough I th- for me. I, I think, think they at do. least a ten point game. Really? That's fair. I think that I think that may be right, but I I would if I'm putting money on it and I'm not, if I was to put money on it, I would probably bet Green Bay to cover. Yeah. Because like I said, I think San Francisco I, I kind of agree with you. I think they're good at every position, but I think what they're real I think they're excellent on defense. So they lost to the Chargers twenty six to eleven. They lost to the 49ers thirty seven eight earlier this season. Tough to beat tough to beat the same team twice. They they did not lose <laughs> the their other loss was to the Eagles. Um they did not lose to the Raiders. Gotcha. So or th- they beat the Raiders, but it wasn't at <clears throat> Oakland. I'm looking at these spreads on my bookie. I don't know what all the other ones are, but seven and a half are probably pretty good for both teams. I don't know where you're betting at, but definitely go to my bookie. I'm I'm considering that Tennessee spread. I'm not I will not touch the Green Bay one because I I believe you could be right. I, I yeah. think I like Green Bay to cover seven and a half, but I'm kinda with you could be a double digit score. Right. Um, but I, I think I like the Tennessee Titans one, the, the seven and a half. I think they cover that. They they potentially they potentially could win. They're a Cinderella story. The tough thing about a Cinderella story, the toughest part about a Cinderella story is bringing it to an end. I, I, was, I was talking to a guy today, and he's a Packers fan, and he said Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is what we thought Sean McVay would be. As far as like an up-and-comer, right. just a football mind, that whole, like putting together a staff, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan is that dude. Interesting. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good take. I mean, comes from Atlanta. L- look at Atlanta. Look at Atlanta after he left. Fair. Matt Ryan. I guess we find out this year, really. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I'm not, I, you, you can't disagree with the take yet. No. You can probably agree if he gets his ass whooped in the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> you can at least say he's exactly what he is. Yeah. Minimum. I guess minimum, you're looking at it, he's the exact same as Sean McVay. Minimum. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a bad, bad thing. Let's jump into our segments. Um, most important of the week. Ooh. What you got for me? Dude, I've got Tennessee somehow struggling to defend teams from three. But holding Vanderbilt to 0 for 25. You heard me correctly. 0 for 25 mm. from three point tonight. I mean, you got to at least be playing good def- decent defense, minimum. Decent defense to do that. Oh, I do have one. So this is uh, David Ubin um, said this from The Athletic. He said, on Thanksgiving Day 2019, Eric Gray had never scored a rushing touchdown. Gray ended up leading Tennessee in rushing touchdowns this past season. Wait, say that first part? On Thanksgiving Day, Eric Gray had not scored a rushing touchdown. And... In the last, what, three games? Two games? Yeah. Three games, I guess, if you count the bowl game. Well, that's incredible. Yeah. So, how many did he end up with? Five? I think five, yeah. It's pretty bad that he let, too. Yeah. So, it kind of a kind of sucks for Tennessee that that happened. Right. It yeah, makes you wonder, like, should he have been playing more? Right. I've got another most important, and you all can't really see this, but this is how I uh, plug my own Twitter account, personal account. I will show Landon. Um, I tweeted out a picture from, I found it on Reddit, and it's a picture of the Green Bay and Seattle so I've been, I don't know if you were with me. I, I, I hated on the pile on cam that the pile on cam that is on the first down marker. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The NFL does it. Yeah. I hate it because I was like, that looks stupid. How many ta- how many pictures have you, or videos or pictures have you seen from it? Like, not that many. Yeah, not that many. Well, the Green Bay, uh, Seattle, whatever your, I don't care what your allegiance is. I don't have any allegiance. I just thought it was a great camera angle. That's a phenomenal camera angle. Why did they not use that? He's short. 
He's very obviously short. I don't like. Is it on the marker? It, it is exactly on the first down marker. So it sits on the away side, which is where the actual chains are. The away chains go on the the away side, or sorry, the it, so there's chains on both sides, but the official chains go on the away side. And the pylon cam, I think, is on both. This is the pylon cam from the away side. I just think it's like so, I'm, I'm looking at the Green Bay side. It's so crazy. We have all this technology with like lasers and everything, and we, we don't use them. We can't mark a freaking first down. We can use fail for that, but that is a great picture. Yeah, phenomenal that's, picture. Yeah, that's nice. So go check out mine. I tweeted it. It's from Reddit. I don't know who. I probably should have done that and shout it out to that Reddit guy. But whatever. At this point, just go check out my Twitter account. Yeah, it's a great picture. Um, he's obviously short of the first down. Um. But yeah, just remember that the first down, the yellow marker is not technically correct. Yeah. <laughs> remember they used to tell us that? Just a few years ago. Idiots. <laughs> um, so Cole Kublik had a stat. Joe Burrow finished with 5,671 passing yards this season. No other SEC quarterback had gone over 4,500. That's insane. That's a lot of yards. <laughs> yeah. A lot of yards. What did he finish with, with in the national championship? Do I need it? Uh, you know, I'll pull it up that. real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Uh, fail the week. Do you have any more? Or first, I guess, do you have any more? He had 60 touchdowns points? and six interceptions. Good God, dude. 76.3 percent. Statistically, had the best year of any quarterback of all time. Oh right? yeah. Okay. Do you um, have any more? Lesson I do. Uh, so, former NFL receiver Chad Johnson had a tryout with the XFL as a kicker. Yeah. Wild for against PFT. Any, I'm, I'm cheering for PFT personally. Any a big like FIFA guy too? Like he's, uh, he, he, no, he he played semi-professional soccer. Oh, okay. yeah, like he's played soccer. Like Did you also see the XFL kicker with the one bar? That's PFT. That's PFT. That was PFT. Is is was he good at soccer? He, I think he kicked maybe in high school, but he uh he also played rugby, so he's always kind of like kicked, kicked. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Let's just can we just can we be honest right now? And I'm gonna toot my own horn. I could have beat him and Chad Johnson out. All right, bet guarantee it. I could I could walk out right now and hit a 45 yarder right Dude, now. Dude, I'm telling you issues. right now, if you try for the XFL, you get you get it. You gotta have me come hold your kids. Oh yeah, no. I, <laughs> see, that's the that's that's the thing that people don't understand is I'm I'm as good as my holder will take me. That's true. So, Just like I'm I'm your Jordan. Like Batten. you're exactly you're, you're, you're Tennessee. I'm Jordan Madden. Exactly. Like you're going with me. Yeah. Like if they sign me, they gotta sign, they gotta sign you. Yeah. And I'm just saying, if anybody wants to bet right now, I go hit out. I can go out. South Oil is what? Do you still kick? Three hundred like, yards away. I haven't. I've kicked like, it's like I've seen someone kicking or like seen someone with a football on a football. I'll kick it. I haven't actually kicked since that day we went out and we're like, you weren't there though. You were doing something. You're working late, I guess. The last time I remember holding one for you was when we made that the video. video. Yeah. yeah. We went out that one day and I hit like a forty yarder. And I like that's and I ain't kicked in five years. Dang, nah, probably not that long. So three, if you kick, like how, how like how far could you go out there and if I trained, yeah, for if I trained, I could hit a sixty yarder. Give me, give me three months to work out and train, I can hit a sixty yarder. You heard it, <laughs> you sixty yarder. Do it. Can do it. I, I mean, I, I, I can. Okay. Yeah. So, so what? What about a month? Could you hit a fifty? A month? Yeah, fifty. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I could definitely. What, what could you go out there right now? Could you hit a forty? There's a chance if I get like again, I kind of have to hit everything perfect, like because I haven't done it in a while. It's muscle memory. It's all that. I, there's a chance, small chance, I could hit a fifty yarder. I could definitely kick a forty yarder. I'd say like half and half, kick a 
45. Okay. And then, like, again, a very, very slim chance I could hit a 50-yarder right now. In, cle- in cleats. Not like I'm wearing yeah. jeans and tennis shoes right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could kick, like, a 30-yarder in tennis shoes. But give me, like. Can't you kick in Chacos, too? I can kick barefoot. Like, I can kick in anything. But if I'm going to kick long, it's freaking I, need, wild. I need cleats. Are your like since you played soccer, are your feet like, um, no, uh, Mister Deeds when oh yeah he like has that foot? <laughs> I, I I'm a with no feeling in it. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I like playing soccer. Well, not playing soccer, but like I like kicking a ball, soccer ball, barefoot better than cleats because you can feel the ball better. But it it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Like uh, I mean, like if I kick around for a while, yeah. I mean, it gets red. Okay. And, Footballs, though, like, they're much harder than soccer balls. Yeah. Even, like, good soccer balls are still leather footballs. So much harder. Hmm. So, kicking a football, I can only kick it barefoot, like, two or three times before my foot is bright red and hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, I could, yeah, no. I would prefer not to kick a football barefoot. There used to be barefoot kickers, though. I don't understand how they did it. Hmm. I'm not with it. Not about that life. So, fail the week. week. Yeah. I've got Kentucky. You all can't see this. I need to pull it up. Did you see their uh, their final score after the uh, South Carolina game? Huh? That's the image they used. Oh, that's hilarious! Why would you do that? Like, why? Why would you subject yourself to that? Mm. Ugh. Yeah, I don't understand it. So there was a Ole Miss linebacker, Momo <laughs> Sinago, and. He and he said something about switching something, and so this account on Instagram said the it, it's called the College Football Network, uh-huh. and it said Ole Miss linebacker Momo Sinago has announced that he will be entering the transfer portal. He tweeted back and said, "Bro, what? I'm switching video game consoles." <laughs> so what he what was the tweet? Yeah, I need to see the exact. So I don't know. I don't have the exact, the exact tweet before that. But no. someone did the John and Kongbo. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. I was like, "Good lord, they got got." See, that's that's the only reason I wish people paid attention to my Twitter, so I can tweet stuff like that and be like, "Nah, I'm just talking about FIFA." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just talking about how I got my ass whooped in Madden this week. That's it. That's funny. Do you have any? Fail. Uh, I think I've. Oh, I definitely have one more. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I talked about I talked about this with you. KD released his top five most difficult people to guard. I'm not saying Steph should definitely be on it, but someone did make a two and a half minute video that said this is Steph giving KD the work since he did not include Steph on it. Steph Curry. Someone tweeted back, and these are his exact words. I'm not paraphrasing. His name is Jaden Evans. Jface underscore twenty two. If you want to look him up, look him up on Twitter. KD is playing really solid defense on almost all of these plays, and it doesn't look like it is taking much effort. Yes, Curry is making shots, but that doesn't mean that KD is having a tough time guarding him. Makes sense of that for me. If you're making shots, I ain't guarding good enough. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I don't care if I'm here on you. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're hitting the shot, you're. I'm not defending you. If you yeah, if you got the shot off and it goes in, like I did not do my job. And I'll I'll even go one up more. You're right, but Steph in the 2016 is that the right year? Mm-hmm. Western Conference Finals against KD and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Steph led in points and assists for both. Uh, I think Curry had, or I think uh, KD had more points than Steph, but he led in he led the uh, Warriors who won in points and assists. Yeah, 
<laughs> so you did not stop him. You did not guard him. Yeah, that's and there's no way to like sugarcoat that. Like you just you didn't do good enough. Also, KD probably wasn't the like he probably wasn't the guy guarding him. Right. It was probably just some possessions. Yeah. Right. So like in that short video, he was making shots on KD. Yeah. And he wasn't even the one like. Yeah, and then the other one that whoever was guarding probably did a better job. So your job. your percentage guarding Steph looks like trash right. <laughs> because the only time he really scored was against. Another guy. Or, sorry, he scored against you and probably didn't score against the other guy. Right, yeah. Yeah. You got any fails? Any um, more fails? I do. So, uh, this high school basketball game, a kid chucks it all the way down court, um, wishes it, and it, it looks like a guy who, like, probably would not be able have to a good do percentage. <laughs> yeah, would not be able to do that. Swishes it to tie the game to send it to overtime. The ref said he didn't get it off in time. He obviously did because the ball was almost to the basket by the time it hit zero, but they yeah. waved it off. It's insane. Like, how can you be that stupid? Let's be honest. Yeah. I have, I have one question. I forgot for to mention. No, oh, I have I one like, question Not- for us. So, <laughs> oh, okay. so VFL GBO 68 said, does Weidman or any other recruits stock get bigger for UT since Hardy is gone? Yeah, I think Weidman, you know, he is a four-star prospect. They want to add, you know, what they lost at receiver. They definitely want to add somebody else. They do have some talented receivers coming in. Um, they have Josh Palmer still. They added Velas Jones and that uh, Miles Jones from Nebraska as a as a walk-on. But when when you need playmakers, I mean, you, you, you go, go get, get him. him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's 6'4", so he's definitely a little bit um, – Different than the guys we have on campus. Um, Jalen Hyde, I think, is like 6'2", and Jimmy Callaway is like six foot. So, th- this is a bigger guy, guy that you can play on the outside. If Yeah. So, I, I definitely look for his stock to get bigger. I, I don't really know about anybody else in this class. They might try to hit the grad transfer to get somebody else in here. With I, I would like to see him add maybe a pass rusher. Yeah. Just at sort. this point, just get playmakers, in my opinion. Yeah. Just any playmaker anywhere on the field. Right. Because that's what we, that's what we, we're, we're losing several playmakers on both sides of the ball. Right. So go get playmakers. Uh, also, OBJ. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's got to be like the fell of the year, right? And obviously, I want to, CTE is a very serious issue, but can we quit blaming people being complete morons on CTE? <laughs> yeah. Like, CTE is not an excuse. To do some of the stuff he did. And I'm not saying is he shouldn't have had a warrant put out for his arrest. I realize that. But yeah. why is he slapping a dude's ass that is obviously does not want his ass slapped? And obviously is not in a position to handle that well. Yeah. Like, I'll say this. If you want to be part of LSU, like, that's great. Right. But you don't need to be the guy at LSU. Yeah, you don't need to, like, when Coach O is talking and, and celebrating <laughs> with his team, you don't have to, like, butt in. It was so bad. Like you, you're OBJ. You're a really good football player. I'll give right. him that. But you're not a Hall of Famer yet. And you're not. You haven't really. You made great catches, but I mean, I don't even consider him top five in the NFL, right? Especially right now. And I'm not sitting here going OBJ LSU. Like if we're doing a word association, you're not doing that. Like OBJ doesn't come up in conversation. Probably no. You might. You might go. 
Oh yeah, OBJ went to LSU, but like he's not the guy that went to LSU. No. Especially this year when you're talking about the greatest football team to ever play college football. No. Like it again, the whole situation is out. It is insane. Yep. And he is more insane than the situation somehow. But it is dumb that they were going to arrest him. Because they didn't arrest him on the spot. I feel like if you commit a crime on the spot, if you committed battery or symbol battery, you should have been arrested then. Not like later on, oh, yeah, we caught that on camera. Yeah, you're definitely. You you did say they pulled the arrest warrant, though. They aren't doing that. Yeah, they aren't doing that. It was withdrawn. So that's that's good. At least they eventually did the right thing. (laughs) But, yeah, it's. I'm with you. It's, but it's also, the the security guards shouldn't have even been in there. Yeah, like, okay, that, that was another thing I said. The whole situation was stupid. They're smoking cigars. They're celebrating. Why are you Why are you in there trying to tell them to... Apparently, the tweet, I don't know if this is true, the tweet went out that they were threatening to arrest anyone under the age of 20... Or no, I think anyone smoking cigars inside. Yeah, so I think in Louisiana, it is illegal to smoke inside. Yeah, so they threatened to arrest anyone smoking inside. Second off, it seemed from the video that we saw when OBJ slapped his butt that he was investigating the, or he was asking about the bottle that he had, if it had alcohol in it. Are you really concerned about that at that point? Yeah. Like, like seriously? As, at, at first, I thought it was like the actual cops. It wasn't just a security guard. And I'm like, dude, there's people like literally jumping off buildings into the street on yeah. Bourbon Street right now. And, and you're, you're worried, worried about, about guys smoking cigars. 20-year-old drinking in a locker room with his buddies because they just won the biggest game, second fair, biggest game of the year. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah, Insane. It is, the whole situation was outrageous. I was mind blown it even happened. But, OBJ also is a moron. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if they really like had to do something about it, they could have went to the locker room, knocked on the door and be like, hey, guys, can, yeah. guys, no smoking, don't drink. And then left. Like, right. they did their due diligence. Right. But, but yeah. instead, one, there wasn't even, like, multiple people with him. He goes in by himself, like, rogue officers, like, you stop smoking. <laughs> yeah, also, like, OBJ, why are you in there? <laughs> Dude. Like, yeah, like, also, like, these guys are changing, too. Like, why is there so many people in the locker room? Maybe I'm a different person. I don't know. But, like, let's say I go to the University of Tennessee, and I'm a good athlete, and I win a national championship. Would I really care if Peyton Manning came in to drink a beer with me afterwards? No. I don't think I would. I mean, like me now, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I would love that. But, like, if you win a national championship and you're but you're I, a part I, of that, I that's I what even, I mean. I wouldn't even think, like, like Peyton Manning is one thing. OBJ is, right, like, that's right. completely different. I, that's why it's, I took it to the next level. I'm saying, obviously, right now I'm thinking, oh, I'd love to drink a beer with Peyton Manning. But if I win a national championship and I'm, people are buying my jerseys, and people are, you know, I know I'm a part of one of the best teams of all time. Am I really thinking, I hope Peyton comes and drinks a beer with me? It, it would That's be like the equivalent of like Alvin Kamara. I, but would you really care either if either of those dudes, no, if you no. won a national championship? I, I, I wouldn't. I would want to I mean. celebrate with my team. Not, That's what I'm saying. Not a guy like, like I, I mean, after that, like after the game, if he wants to hit me up and be like, hey, let's have a beer. Yeah. Absolutely. I understand why OBJ's in the locker room. But why is he trying to be the center of attention? Like, I feel like OBJ should be watching in the corner being like, oh, I'm glad they're having a good time. Yeah, like, there's because, like, way too much. Like, he got escorted out of the band because he was trying to... <laughs> nah. Nah. Yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> in fairness, play that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, play it. But, dude, just... No, yeah. I, that, that's my biggest thing is, like, 
at that point in time, no one cares about you. It reminds me of you, you remember when the New York Giants all went on that boat before like a playoff game? I, I mean, I remember the picture. What 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 do you Yeah, I do. Like like that that's that's like him like he just Attention it's thinking. not even worried about his in, I don't I don't even know. Like he's a it, weird dude. His priorities are like he's very a messed weird up. dude. I just again, I don't I'm I understand why he's on the field and why he's in the locker room. He's a former player. But I don't understand why he's trying to be the cuz you mentioned the coach O speech. He's like yelling in the middle of it. And coach, the the entire coach O speech is like it's about you guys. And he's like it's about you guys. Is a camera pointed at me? It's about you guys. I'm yeah. like, what? And like, Coach O didn't even like. I mean, that's good that he lets him around, but no, I like, mean, they, Co- Coach O doesn't even like. He didn't even coach him. No, man. OBJ should be allowed around, like you said. Yeah, he should be allowed around, but he should not attempt. Well, now to he's probably never going to. Yeah, be on probably, the field again. probably not. They're going to put him up in a box somewhere. Yeah, he sh- he he definitely ruined his opportunities. Yeah. Sure. What a weird dude. Like I said, the whole situation is wild. None of those dudes at that point probably cared that OBJ was there. No. Especially because they probably met OBJ several times. Yeah, he seems to always be around. <laughs> it's wild. That's all I've got, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, next game, Tuesday at Ole Miss. I don't know if we'll be there because it's a 9 p.m. tip-off, and that is insane. Stupid. There's a 9 p.m. tip-off on the East Coast. I think I read that correctly. I'll double-check. I believe it's 9 p.m. We play Ole Miss. Um, we'll have another show for you Wednesday. Is So we'll go back to normal schedule. Back. We're getting back. Yeah. We'll change it up. Not too much. Back to normal on Wednesday. Appreciate you guys for listening. That's all I've got. So would you rather have a 9 o'clock tip-off or noon kickoff? Noon kickoff. Okay. Mimosas. Just because it's football? Mimosas. Okay. <laughs> that, makes, that makes total sense. Um, guys, go check out A65 Axe Throwing, Commercial Bank, My Bookie. They're with you every step of the way. Oh, yeah. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.